Oh, oh, look, it's working. It's working. Good morning, everyone. Let me let me do my signal boosting. Hi, it's me again, the Sussman, Rick Sussman. And I'm joined, of course, with the American dad-ass Jesse Long. And uh, today... Shut up. If we don't acknowledge him, he might go away. <laughs> Joining us, our official, unofficial <laughs> third member, actually showing up instead of just commenting on everything <laughs> we say. The, not just in the chat. That doesn't mean I won't do it here. Though. No, no, as well you yeah. should. Okay. As well you okay. should. No right. one actually he's listens gonna, to this. He's just going to sit there on his phone commenting yeah. on the chat. Yeah. Like, ah, fuck don't you, tip Rick. Me. Don't tip me. <laughs> So, um, we never came up with a proper nickname for you, so I, I guess it's time that we we allow you to generally manage that, I suppose. I was going to say, David, thank God you're here, Bailey. <laughs> David, it would have been a slow news week without him, Bailey. Well, you know, it was funny, because when I worked at WWE, they started the little, it was the, the figurines, the yeah. little bitty, the, what was it, uh... Wrestle City, uh, no, what was not it? not these guys. No, 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 it okay. wasn't those. It was uh, it was like a cartoon. Made, it was a cartoon and oh, Slam, City. Like Slam, Slam City, Slam City, Slam City. Yeah, so yeah. they had the finisher. Yes, the finisher. So the finisher was the one who ended everybody's career. Right, right, right. <laughs> Which for the majority of my <laughs> oh ended God. most of the people. I didn't realize so when I watched the cartoon. I didn't right. realize. So in me and some of the coaches, you know, like Norman Smiley and Robbie. So it was like we came up with a finishing move for. Was the dream killer? Oh God! So the finisher did the dream killer. Yeah. So you know it, it was uh, pretty. Do you did you make eye contact with the Dusty Trophy every time you, you said? Pretty much. Pretty much. <laughs> well, see, I didn't even have to make eye contact with the trophy because I had like a photo of his. It was amazing. I, I was trying to find it. I was telling him I was trying to yeah. find it this morning. I was going to bring it because Dusty signed a photo for me. It says you blinded dine with kings is king, kings and queens, and you shoveled elephant poop. <laughs> so every morning I would look at that and he'd add the thumbs up and I was like, okay, so I know what I was doing. There you go. So um, but while you bust out who our not sponsor is yes. this week, I would like to uh, what, go ahead and bust oh, it up. Oh, uh, yeah. oh yeah, we got some we got oh, some announcements. I, I will I say, uh, uh, we have a not sponsor every week, but this yeah. week I'll say we are sponsored. This oh week. my god! Like for by, real? Though? By 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 our good our good new friends. Jamie Senegal. Oh, and, and Sue Young. And Sue Young. Oh. They were they were lovely enough to to give me some autographed so photography. Of course Jamie Jamie and I are buddies, uh, and I've had the honor of meeting Sue. Um, and Sue is very sweet and incredibly terrifying. Yeah. Um she uh, so her photo. Sue Sue is amazing. Um and um I will tell you that uh, the one time I hung out with her was after a fest. Okay. And we That's were fair. doing yeah, karaoke. She was a fest, yeah. uh, fest champion. Yeah, right? long running fest champion. We were doing karaoke. Um, we were doing karaoke at the next bar over, and Sue Sue refused to not just break character, but always wear her makeup no matter what. So you've got the bloody undead bride singing crawling across the street <laughs> from where fest happened. And then Jamie. And people stayed and still drank. Well, I mean, at that point, don't you just only drink? Yes, you'd be out of fear. Of so let me put these. So there you can see Jamie wishing us well. Jamie is a badass, of course, in uh, doing well with Alex Ocean and, and, as and, 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 uh, Jalex. Uh, little little Zach Romero in the corner. <laughs> oh, baby Zach Romero over there! Another member of our of our team of of yeah. weirdness. Fun little, fun little Easter. Egg. And then here's here's. Sue again, and these guys will be going on the wall along with our uh, drawing from uh, Alex Sh- uh, Shoemaker that we haven't posted on there on there because we are lazy bastards. Uh, but they are here, 
Um, uh, Simon uh, Gotch is still with us with his internet title. And Jesse, who is our not sponsor? And please tell me you brought one for David or we're just ending the podcast. No, I got... I went... See the, you see the poll I got? I definitely had three the entire time, and I definitely didn't go to Publix like right before they closed last night. And they, they, close, at, they close at eight, eight now. now. Yeah, they got it. Oh, we, we are not sponsored this week. Well, we are sponsored by Purell. Or, so, or uh, as you guys can see, I have reached fucking baller status. I have an entire bottle of hand sanitizer. Watch how carefree I am. Watch how carefree I am by using. It. He only charged us three dollars a pump when we got here. So you don't sell. You brought yeah. us. Yeah. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> My people are known for getting good deals. Uh, so you brought us Aha. We are we are not uh-huh. sponsored by Aha, which came I out within the you, past week. I should tell you, I've already had Aha. I have had a few uh, Ahas already. Now, uh, David, not this have, flavor. Uh-uh. You have not had. A, okay, uh-uh. so I can tell you that being married to a soon-to-be middle-aged white woman, I enjoy all of the flavored seltzer waters now. Um, Jesse, I don't know why you would know about this. Uh, and... I, 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 I felt like trying it. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. I... So this, uh, I, for I... those playing at home, this is the lemon water, lime watermelon. I have lime watermelon. I actually really like that. That's See, I'm very white now. It's very different. I like yeah. this. David, your natural thoughts on your first sip? You know, somebody who's a, a born-raised redneck out of the middle of the backwoods... <laughs> It's like water that went bad, mm. but they put flavor in it to fix it. The water's turned. <laughs> Which is funny because I work with water. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, now that we've this got... Is what you try to do when you have fruits and vegetables, you do it... Yeah, yeah, yeah. You turn it into... Yeah, yeah. You turn it into a hooch. Eventually it becomes hooch. Um, or uh, is hooch the correct nomenclature? Hooch, but you just don't add a Y. Oh, okay. then you then you cross then on you the batteries and going past mama, and now she's worried, and you're going to get stabbed in the middle of your sleep. So yeah, don't don't add the Y because then you're way down yonder oh, on. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, you're on hoochie, and, and then you're in <laughs> we have no script. No, um, I feel like I, I feel like the the rise of these it's it's like it's like white claw for people like me who don't drink. Or is is that a bad assumption? No, no, no. That 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 it's sort of one of the so. Uh, unfortunately, this week we have somebody who's actually better looking than I am on the show. <laughs> but I can tell you that there has been a. Thank you, Richard. Well, I was talking to Jesse, yeah, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> um, That's why I'm wearing a jacket. Yeah, he covers up all of his lady parts for me. Um, <laughs> you, now you understand. You understand the beauty of the show. Uh, so. Um, I think what it is is there is a heavy push currently for more um, healthy options. Mm-hmm. Um, you are seeing, of course, you know we're we're seeing a, a a lot of people moving towards vegan, vegetarian lifestyle for any number of reasons. For me, it was health concerns. I don't care if you eat meat, go at it, have fun. But for me, it was yeah, yeah. For me, it was something that I physically am not capable of doing anymore. Yeah. My stomach explodes. Um, so this is like that exact same thing, only for soda. Uh-huh. People should not drink as much soda as they do. This is zero calories, zero sugar, zero everything, 100%. Still made by Coke, by the way. Well, good. I mean, you got to get their beak wet. <laughs> um, but it's basically 
you it's like Aunt Jamie says. Yeah. You need to drink your water. Yeah. But for a lot of people, drinking just regular water, especially if they don't have like a good purifying system, nudge. Yeah, um, yeah, 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 yeah. That's it. They will be very, well hashtag shirt. Hashtag shirt. Hashtag Brita. Oh, yeah. Um hashtag not that girl from uh, community. <laughs> At any rate, they will be very not happy to drink water. Yeah. But here, here, here's here, here's like you remember how they had the Mio and you can still buy Mio. Mm-hmm. And Neil yeah. was like, all right, put some goddamn sugar in your water, but drink your water. <laughs> now there's companies like AHA and um, who's the other major one? Um, bubbly. Bubbly. Yeah, yeah. AHA, Bubbly. A little bit of the Bubbly. And uh, a number of other things um, that make this essentially sugarless water. And it's like, hey, doesn't it taste not like water? I will say, this is the best one that I've had so far. Um, I have been enjoying torturing my wife with them because she is You could have biggest... stopped at torturing my wife. That's fine. Um, we get naked. Oh, no, no. Nobody wants to hear no. this. So, for whatever reason, she knows she's going to hate it. But she will still drink it. She'll just like, fuck, all right, I'll try it. And every time, this this is an exact mime of my wife drinking this. <laughs> well, you, you know you know the, vi- the, the meme video of the girl trying kombucha for the first time? Right. Where she goes... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. So, we've got all that. We've got like an extra 10 minutes here. Um we don't have a show this week because there are no more shows yeah, anymore. Canceled. Cancel culture has gone so far. It's Two weeks ago, the Sussman, me, predicted something um and I turned out to be 100 fucking percent right and I've never been more sad about it in my life. Which is weird for me, because the only thing that matters in my life is being right about things. Or at least technically right. Technically right is a form of right. You shut your fucking mouth. Being technically right is important. Fortunately, at least for this... They're married, so it has to be technically. Technically, Because if you said truthfully, then... No, she's she's always right. I'm sometimes just I'm you just right. have to clear that's, hey, that's a you step being up. right I'm married to a to Cuban make sure woman oh yeah you're never, I'm married to a Cuban woman I just never you, write I was gonna say when was the last time you were right when I agree with her oh well alright okay when even you, though I'm still propose, somehow wrong when you propose so, yeah. he's he's married to Cuban I'm married to Brazilian, Brazilian. yeah so uh, you know Cuban you know they mm-hmm. they give you the looks that can kill and stuff like mm-hmm. Brazilian and they the catch you up in pieces and drop you along the street for the dogs to eat so if you claim to be right, you have to be prepared to die. So, so uh, before we get into it, I'll tell you, the first time I did meet David's wife, I didn't know uh, that was his wife. I nice. was fairly certain it was some random lady who had just glommed onto him. <laughs> um, and I was... and. Like David, David's like this really like calm, like easygoing guy. When he comes, to, he was coming to the comic book store to hang out with me, and I met his daughter, and I met his son, and you know everything was just really cool. And then I see this woman who is a literal like explosion of people. Like she is, she is, she is the living embodiment, She's exact opposite of me. Yeah, exactly. So she, <laughs> much so. so she is, she is just everyone and everything. And and then David's like, oh yeah, this is my wife. She's Brazilian. And I'm like, well, that, I, I mean, Anderson Silva's Brazilian. I don't know what that has to do with it. And, and then what does your wife do that no one else is very good at? So she is a samba dancer from Brazil. Oh wow! Fucking cool She's been in Carnival. Oh and shit! One of the main schools for the last thirty-five years. Oh, yeah. Every shit. Carnival. Period. So, she, so she's like this. She's this incredibly like always outgoing individual. And then I, I meet David, who's very you know like hey, we'll talk about some stuff. We'll hang out. If I put enough beers in him, he'll tell me some fun stories. But other than that, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 
So it was just this crazy experience. Now, we've been alluding to it. We've been mentioning it. We might as well get down to it. David spent a very long time working for the WWE. Um, he was, in fact, the entire reason the mayor of NXT gimmick even began. Uh, David and I met when I was still running the comic book store. He came in, and he was the one, as you remember, Jesse, he was the one who said, you guys got to come out to this NXT thing. Because yep. um, I told him I was into wrestling for a very long time, but I had no longer had any interest in it. And he was the guy who was like, come see one show. Yeah. Just come see one show of what we're working and on here. And officially there. became the mayor. Yeah, and that was... Yeah, that was It was on TV pretty much every week. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, so do you, I think it made Reddit once. It did, it, it did. did. make Reddit I once. made Reddit, I made... Um, I made uh, what's the other top ten one? Um, the one that has all the postings about all the... What um, culture? No, not no. what culture. It was... Uh, it doesn't matter. But doesn't matter. It, what, the internet. The, if you go back and watch those earlier shows, though... Right. Invariably, for any number of reasons, there's always a cutaway to me and my yellow oh, sash. Oh, yeah, exactly, yeah. I was, I was always happy to be in those cutaways. Too. Apparently, <laughs> that wasn't just because we were sitting in, um, you know, the hard cam section. Mm-hmm. What ha- what was happening behind the scenes was someone kept telling somebody <laughs> to point out the idiot in the sash. <laughs> I don't know why they're talking about it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Unofficial fourth person. <laughs> So, so some of those more like ridiculous shots of us came directly from the horses. I, I, I remember specifically uh, the there was a time when we we were like front and center on can- camera when uh, everyone thought Sasha was gone yeah. from the from full sail and yeah. she came and we we're just like oh! just straight nerding it up. All right, so David, we've we've sugarcoated it long enough. You're here. You want you you've been a part of the show um, by you know messaging us. What I'm going to start the the interview uh, as it, as it is. Um, so first things first, we know that uh, our friends the IndieCast have their unofficial uh, or their official fifth member. Uh, yeah, their official their their uh, unofficially official fifth co-host. Fifth co-host, David which is Star. David Starr. David Starr. So our unofficial official co-host. Is David Bailey. There we go. So if your name is David, you're going to be part of the Wrestling Nerd Radio Network. It's going to happen. David. First question. Wrestling Nerds Radio Network. Pro David. Pro David. We're we're, we're, we're 100% David. Um, What... What What would you say is... um, I I don't... I I don't know where the line is, so stop me wherever you want. But what is the one story from your time in pro wrestling that you would like to share with us? It doesn't have to be related to anything specific. Or if you want to spill all the goddamn time. I mean, listen, it's an hour-long show. We don't have that much time. But but listen, um, technically I haven't worked there for, what now, almost a year, year and a half. Has it been that long? It really already has. God. Uh, and, And as ironic as it possibly could be, my office... And they didn't plan it this way. Mm-hmm. My current office for my business is literally about 500 yards from the performance. <laughs> <laughs> One street over, I walk out. When I go in and I'm looking at the building and stuff, we walk out the back and I said, what's that over there? And she's like, yeah, I think that's where, like, the, are you? Shit, You'll man. never go. <laughs> like, how did I, how did this happen? And so when you pull it up and look, you know, you see the. So I'm talking to the guys. I'm talking to Norm and them. He's like, "Well, you know, where did you end up setting your office up?" And I was like, "I sent him a photo. You see the little blue dot, and then there's WWE. Like, literally, I can throw a rock and hit your building and hit the cameras, you know, from where I'm sitting. So I, I didn't plan it that way, but you know, uh, it was funny because you're asking me like some of my favorite things. Yeah. Uh, the most interesting thing that I got to deal with was when people came at the PC. Right. Uh, 
fans yes. who okay. came after and yeah. tried to do specific things. My favorite one was the pooper. Oh, <laughs> there was a pooper. <laughs> oh, I had a there pooper was in my job recently too. Uh, if, if you did like this, uh, this gentleman, God love him, he uh, yeah. well. Yeah, exactly. Especially when you start to hear the story. But he had dried out. He had an old wrestling gimmick. He was going to be a barber. Okay. You know, like Bruce. Brutus did well. Yeah, he did well. But you know, uh, this guy looked nothing like Brutus. Well, I mean, he probably fit in one of his pants legs. <laughs> um, and you know, between that and the craziness, I had no idea. But anyway, so to get people's attention. When he first came to the building trying to get in, and he was like, look, Vince is supposed to have my contract. And he's like, oh, 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 oh Vince. Vince, Vince oh, has let me, the contract. Let me go in the back room at the performance Vin, yeah. center and see if Vince is here. Yeah, let's, let me go get him. Yeah, yeah so I, I believe he's here. Um, <laughs> he just but, grabbed some random schmuck like, yeah, it's Vince. It's Vince. Yeah. yeah. So when that didn't happen, his game plan was to get attention at night. He filmed himself. He, he he hooked everything up. He had a YouTube channel. It's still available. You can watch it. Oh, uh, I'm not even gonna. I don't even remember don't. his name. But anyway, so he hooked up Maybe. the camera. Uh, he goes to Home Depot. Buys. It shows him doing the process. Goes to Home Depot. Buy a bucket. Oh no. Goes by the grocery store. Gets a gallon of milk. Oh no. Sets up the bucket and gets on the bucket. Uh huh. Ass first. Right. And proceeds to shit the bucket. Then shows you the bucket, mm. pours a gallon of milk in the bucket. Oh, the I milk! Like, the milk was to. I thought the milk was to drink in order no, no, to create. No, 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 no. This was to add character <laughs> to <laughs> what he did to the bucket. All right, I can see this playing well at full sale. Yeah. Like, oh, it, oh, 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 listen! It, it played around the PC for a good number of months. Okay. So after that, decides to take the bucket. Now, out of everybody that you would think would drive him or, you know, he would probably drive himself. Right. His dad drives him. Oh, him. Yeah. come on. Not knowing there's a bucket of shit Shit milk. Milk. Shit, shit milk. milk. Yeah. Uh, shit milk, yeah. We should have that next week. Comes to the <laughs> performance center, goes up there, flashes, drops a bunch of stuff, talking about NWO for life, oh, everything else. Wolf Pack, camp, baby. Has his, oh, yes. Even played the Wolfpack music, ah! up, recording himself going to the PC, doing this the whole time. Wow! Pours the bucket of milk, grabs a rag, wipes it on the window, does oh. everything. And so, yeah. God. So this started the pooper. Pooper came back multiple times mm -hmm. until, unfortunately, uh, yeah, they end up putting a round right through the middle of his chest. Oh, he survived. What? Well, a little yeah. tough kid. And still, <laughs> still tried to come back. Oh. Really? Tried, yeah, after the bullet. Yeah, after about six times. Drove all the way to Connecticut one time trying to get in. Got oh. into the parking garage. Got arrested. Left at gunpoint. Uh, mm. Got out of the parking garage before they can... Excuse me. Didn't get arrested. He got a uh, restraining order right. cited to him there, so he could never come back. Yeah. Drove straight from Connecticut. Pulled into the WWE parking lot. Threatened police officers, tended to have a weapon, the whole nine yards, grabbed uh -huh. a handful of malt, started chasing after a police officer. They did what they had to do. You, you know, and like The Rock did it. <laughs> <laughs> right. When, when, right. You think, when you think of Buddy Rogers, <laughs> when, you, when you think of, you know, uh, of the uh, Frank Gotches of the yeah. world, I, you I, think I, shitting in a bucket and then smearing it on windows. Yeah, I, I think, I oh, think, yeah. I think yeah. Larry Z said those, he did the exact same thing in his, yeah. in his yeah. Hall of Fame speech. I've, right. I've, I've read Larry's book. He used to he used to wipe shit on every window. That, that's what he called that, Larry Larry. That was the calling card yeah. of Larry Zabisco. You know, and Larry was a 
an unusual character when he would come to the PC too. Most what, of the time well, in flip tops. I didn't know you knew Larry. Oh yes, oh yes. So I, so Larry and I are actually sort of buddies from poker. Oh yeah. So you'll have to mention mention my name carefully. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah, 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 I haven't seen him in years. But, uh, but that's funny. Yeah. So that that was our pooper. Yeah. That was number one. Number okay. two. Number so two. Oh, all right. So while I'm going through and clearing yes. out old files and stuff because I was looking for something specific for work, but I found a second video, oh. which was the stalker. Mm. So we had the pooper, now we have the stalker. These are the number. Do I know the stalker? Have I seen the video for the stalker? I don't think so. Okay. The stalker I, was unique, okay. and the reason why, and I'll tell you in just a second. So the stalker flew in. He flew in. I believe it was from San Diego, California. Again, you know, not always our fans <clears throat> were the most um, capable, <laughs> <laughs> but. God love this man because he was coming to fight for Becky Lynch's armor. Oh, oh okay. Well, um, you know. supposedly he right. had read a third party story, which he said he read between the lines, knew it was Becky Lynch crying for help that she was being mistreated at the performance center. Flew from San Diego. Bill DeMott hadn't been there for that. Oh, long time. Bill DeMott reference. <laughs> oh, Please Sorry. continue. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Well, we got a few of those. <laughs> anyway, so he pulls into the parking lot. Literally, and the cool thing is I have everything recorded yeah. from the video. Yeah, yeah. Pulls into the parking lot, took an Uber, got there, gets out. Literally, right as I'm walking in, you see him going to the front door. He comes out. He walks down the side of the building. I'm like, okay, what is this guy doing? Mm. So he takes off down the side of the building. I thought he was leaving, going mm. to his car. So I go in. Next thing I know, this guy had walked her all the way around the back of the building. We had a roll-up door where the gym was. Yeah. So it came in through the back of the gym, proceeded to go after one of the the, uh, the trainers for the gym. He was, at the time, it was Matt Wyslinski. So he was in there working with talent. He came up, approached Matt, which I guess was his target, <laughs> uh, which given... Again, you know, we'll we'll make the same reference to the pooper, right? You know, this big around versus yeah. Matt and Wilson, a, yeah, yeah, which looked like a little tree stump, right? Right. <laughs> yeah, I wanted to see that happen. <laughs> so decides to take a swing at oh, Matt Wilson. He took a swing. Oh, he my. took a swing, and it's lucky that he didn't come back with like half of his arm <laughs> missing. <laughs> he just ripped it right. But, off. And, and listen, because when you see the video of all the talent rushing. There was a guy that I, I don't know why they ever let this man go, mm-hmm. and we'll get into that in a second, too. Mm-hmm. Um, his name was Radomir. Okay. But, like, if you can imagine Yvonne Drago right. from Rocky on steroids. <laughs> if I, if I, Dra- Drago like, was on steroids. But, no, no. So, if like you imagine a person that no. looked like Yvonne Drago right, who right. wasn't, yeah. Radomir <laughs> would be that person on steroids. No, but... but. But Drago was on steroids. Like I know, whole, but so but if, if he looked that way right. without being on steroids, but it's really important that I'm right. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> we're not married. Okay, so <laughs> you can't be right in this one. Or no, I'm kidding. Um, but anyway, so uh, <laughs> so this guy Radomir, he's a black-headed Ivan Drago. Okay, I'm, I'm not kidding. Just a monster of an individual. Right, is on a dead sprint to the gym at this guy. Right. <laughs> Amongst everybody else who happened to be at the PC that day. It happened. Happened. Okay? Yes. Because there are some big time celebrities yeah, yeah, that were there training. Yeah. Oh. You know, yeah. like especially, you know, not to name drop Brock Lesnar or anybody else. I who have this seen happen video. right in front of him. I have oh seen this video. This so, is the video. Yep. <laughs> so he comes out, and so he's in there. You've got myself, Matt Blooms. They came in yelling, something's happening. So we took off to the gym. 
I go out there and we're dragging the guy out of the building, take him out through the back door. They've already called the police. So we're, we're trying to isolate him, hold him. He keeps trying to get away, you know, not to say nothing enough, but between we, Matt Bloom and I, God rest his soul, I'm not even <laughs> but uh, made fun of it called smash and bash because literally I threw the guy into the bushes multiple times and slammed him because he kept trying to leave. Yeah, and eventually, yeah. Matt just sat on him. <laughs> I was like, okay, so the non-wrestler teaches him a lesson. The other guy just, the, who was a wrestler, hey, the only thing I can do is just sit on you. You're not going anywhere. Okay, so we're not going to go there. Uh, but you know, maybe that was why Sometimes you ride the A-train. Sometimes yeah. the A-train rides, rides you. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> But anyway, so this guy, and literally, as all this is transpiring outside, you see all these heads, Baron Corbin, uh, Sami Zayn, yep. Brock Lesnar's like, looking like, what the hell's going on with this SOB, <laughs> you know? Didn't yeah. Brock, like, have, he had, like, a Coke in his hand or something the whole yeah, time? Yeah, well, he was wearing his backpack, yeah, right. and he's, like, staring at it, like, what the hell what is, is this? this? Yeah, and so everybody's, like, all of these people were coming out looking, it's like, Dude, do you not realize that you weighed like one third of everybody here, <laughs> and you're still? And then so then when A train sits on him, he's like, I can't breathe. Yeah, well that's that gonna was, happen. He was done. Yeah. Um, so. Remember though, that man was there because specifically he read Becky Lynch's uh, blinking yep. and was able to discern that she was in need of his specific rescue. Only yep. he. Only he. Only him. That, I mean, that's. I mean, that, that's how love works. That's I mean, right. Like, that's right. That's right. Yeah, that's how yeah. we met all of our wives. Was we stormed a, a I, large no, facility? And... No, I, I no, 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 no. Right. no, just me then. Okay, no, 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 no. Went to the circus. <laughs> that's, that's I mean, my, I mean that is close. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and then Brock Lesnar was like, oh, and then Brock Lesnar was there to you know, <laughs> yeah. you know, give you was he your your give efficient by any chance? Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> no, actually, at that time it was. Uh, Triple H and William Regal. Oh, there you go. Yeah. I didn't know their real names, so when I was asked who they was like, oh, yeah, they want to see the animals. Brock, uh, we want uh, Paul Levesque and uh, Darren Matthews. And it's like, uh, um, who's, who's that? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah, yeah. All right. So, yes, yeah, just given that I didn't know everybody's real yeah. name before. Yeah. Joining the now, that's program. actually, that, that raises a really interesting question. I've asked this of, so I have a lot of friends in local Florida scene. Right. Um, some of them answer one way, some of them answer another way. Most recently, Kurt Stallion shook my hand at a, uh, a uh, nerd street, and he told me his real name. And I looked him dead in the eye, and I'm like, your name's Kurt. <laughs> and I left. Because um, I was mad. Because don't break the fourth wall with nerds. No, I don't, I, yeah, I, don't, I, I, I always was like, I, don't, I, I know what your shoot name is. I don't. Fourth man, fourth wall. Yeah. Fourth I don't. Want like I I know their so, shoot names that I just refuse so to call them by their shoot. Before name. I ask you the question, I'm going to tell you the greatest shoot name story of all time. Okay, um, our our my buddy Pat, who unfortunately uh, has been long passed away now, twelve years. But before then, he was part of this big indie group. Um, he went to a airport to pick up Loki one time for a local show. This is back when Loki was still hot shit. Um, and Loki, long time ago. it was <laughs> not just shit. Um, <clears throat> but Loki walks up to him. And he goes, hey, I'm Pat. And Loki nods and acknowledges that that's his ride. Sticks his hand out and goes, Brandon. And Pat said that was the saddest moment of his life. <laughs> because there there it was laid bare in front of him. Like, the curtain had come down. Congratulations, you have evolved into knowing wrestlers. Like, 
and, and this is, you know, this is 12 years ago before any real lack of kayfabe ever existed. Yeah. So when he sticks his hand out very, you know, very gentlemanly and, you know, very, uh, you know, glad to yeah. find his ride. Yeah. And Pat just... He didn't go, hi, former X-Division champion, <laughs> yeah, Loki, next it, to me. Loki. Like, I, I think he was, Pat Pat was waiting for him to say, key. But this brings me to my to my question, Mr. Key, Mr. Key, Mr. Yeah. What is it, Mr. and Mrs. Key? A son for you, yeah. low. Yeah. Uh, but this brings me to my question: Who were people were 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 superstars more interested in being referred to by their gimmick or by their names? So, it, or was it did it vary? Uh, I think a lot of times it varied based on person because you you did have a lot of them that you know. That when they would come into the performance center, obviously they were just their name. Right. They haven't built into that character yet. Right. But ones who were established, you know, like the fact of respecting that their character name. Right. Um, but I think it was different. So, it, you know, for a fan standpoint, for a person who's watching them in the seats, they wanted to be referred to as them, as their ring name. They, sure. That's, that's yeah, what it makes they expected. Sense. Yeah. Versus somebody from the corporate setting, somebody from the office style setting. It became something that, you know, hey, it was almost respectful that, hey, not only do I know your ring name, but I know your personal name, and I'll call you by that and deal with it that way, because I'm dealing with you as a person, not mm -hmm. dealing with you, you as, as a character, character in the ring. Interesting. I so, can imagine the the, 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 the the office meeting is like, all right, so, um, jumper scuttlebutt? <laughs> yeah, it, 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 it always became very interesting. The best part was, was when I first started working when Dusty was there. Yeah. So, the creative mastermind between, you know... What what really boomed NXT mm -hmm. uh, when he was in the meetings? You never knew what was going to happen. Yeah. Let's let's just be very specific and very clear. You never knew what he was going to come up with. <laughs> you never knew where he was going to take it. I mean, the, some of the stories you had, you everybody in there would be blood face red, sweat and crying their ass off from laughing. As they're trying to get out of the meeting thinking, what in the holy hell has this old man got on now? <laughs> uh, I mean, stories from, from craziness like, um, so, uh, <laughs> I'll tell you one. This, this one was a unique one. So, we had this system. It was, uh, and, and for some reason right now it's, it's leaving my mind. So, the system for the Performance Center, which logged when people would go upstairs, they would go into the mirror mm. and work on their character and do minute promos and stuff like yeah. that. So, it had this, it was V-Brick. There you go. Yeah. V-Brick system. So, we could play back. They could sit at the computers, log in, watch their stuff. It also record all their matches, everything. So, it logged. So, when they logged in the computer, they could see everything that they'd done. So, we were talking about this, and lo and behold... Dusty's in the meeting. Stays nice and quiet. You could always tell when something was fixing to go down. Because normally I would sit at one end of the table. You had coaches and everybody lined up this side. Dusty would always sit at the other end. So you could always tell because that, that grin would come and you're like, oh, <laughs> oh God, here we go. Is the camera on? Yeah. <laughs> or, Dusty's you know. about to go. And, and, and the cool thing was because where we normally did the meetings before we did like breaking ground and everything else, so we did it in the conference room. So the only camera was behind him, so you'd always see him turn around. It's like, is this thing on? Yeah. And he'd always pat it and do stuff. But then he would turn around and he would go. So we started talking about the V-Brick. And he's like, what is this thing, this V-Brick? Is this, this a, what are you talking about, a vaginal box? You know, it makes me want to go into in my office, get butt naked, turn the windows down, get my V-Box out, and just go to town. 
And all right, so you got three, fe- two female coaches. Everybody else and everybody's just like, oh god, what the fuck did we just? Do? Oh god! And he's going to town on the V-box. <laughs> This, that the V box <laughs> scenario did not die for months, months. Between that and he came in like literally next week, it was a whole other thing. Because he missed a couple of days. Everybody's like, "What happened?" He's like, "Look, let me tell you guys right now what happened." So I went home and uh, Michelle was there, and then she had to leave and go do something. And my my balls they swole up the size of a fucking grapefruit. <laughs> And he's like, and, and just the pressure was waiting down on me. I didn't know what to do. Well, you just... So I took one of her bra and I cut the cup out. Oh, God. And then I fashioned myself a sling and I threw it around my neck and I hooked this ball the size of a fucking grapefruit and sat it in this neck. So here I am, butt naked, all sweaty and complaining because of this. And she comes home and I open the door and I got my nut in a fucking swing. And it's like, hey, baby, how are you? It's like, I can, I can only imagine the stories that this woman could tell. But what was that in reference to? I, it, it didn't have to be a reference. Like, Something just, would just trigger a memory in his mind. He's like, listen, if any of you men's in here had this problem before. No one has had that problem before in the history. Nobody's had it not the size of a fucking great Nobody has. And had to cut their wife's bra to hold their testicle. And, and she came in, he's like, oh, honey, how are you? It's like, no fucking, if, all right, well, wait a minute, hold on, let's take a step back. If she was married to you, I could probably understand that after 20 or 30 years. She's used to this sort of insanity. She's like, okay oh, to walk in. Yeah. <clears throat> I don't care how used to it you are. If I walked in, if I was a woman and married to something, I walked in, all of a sudden, the first time in my life, you see this man all sweaty and rubbed down. He got a uh, uh, his nut the size of a fucking cantaloupe in a fucking sling made from my bra. You might question. You might, just you might need some marriage counseling for that one. Like, yeah, yeah. So these these were the typical stories. Between that and the first time the pooper came out, right? Um, we were in there. This is when Dusty was still alive. So we were all in there trying to figure out what we needed to do for protocols. Of a very serious meeting. Triple H had just left. So you've got you know me. Bill Demont was still there. Four or five other coaches were all talking. Dusty comes in and it's like. You remember the scene from Step Brothers when they go in for the interview? Yeah. And he sits there and you watch him and just farts and where he can completely taste it. Right. So Dusty comes out of his office, which I took over, by the way. So I moved into that office, and which is a whole other can of fucking worms. <laughs> uh, so anyways, I came out of that office, or he came out of his office, and we're out there, out there talking. And literally, I swear to God, if diarrhea had a sound without producing a product, oh, that's what he God. did. Oh, like, and I mean, the most serious thing to where everybody in there, like, you, you didn't know what to say. And he's just like, I thought it was going to be silent. Oh, <laughs> it's like, after 20 seconds, it appeared that it wasn't silent. silent so you yeah. didn't stop it. You didn't bother to walk away. And, and what do you say in that moment? This is a, this is a luminary of your business. And right. you just let one go, like... This for Mastodon a solid part. 20 seconds. Listen, for that business, you would just have to understand. I mean, the shit that I was there, stuff that I heard that's recorded between those coaches, yeah. between the, the the talent recruiting staff, you know, a.k.a. Canyon Seaman, who's a piece of fucking shit, in my opinion. <laughs> uh, you know, not to really go there, but we will. Um, the stuff that they would say about the talent and everything to hear Dusty fart was nothing compared to 
What? Yeah. So, so that actually, we'll 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 end our mini discussion on that, and because I, you're also a big uh, pop culture guy, you're a big comic book guy, and there's yep. some interesting pop culture news I wanted to discuss with you while we had you. But this sort of brings um, a good question to mind. We have. Uh, obviously in our culture and in the pro wrestling culture in general, right. there's been a hard movement away from, you know, we'll, we'll just call it what it, yeah, again, product placement for no one who pays us. Um, <laughs> we we have had... i do my part. No, it's, you're doing well. You're doing great. You're doing great. You're listening. We're hearing you. Um, there was and is a hard movement away from the uh, uh, carny shit into actual real this is a real job and we should probably a respect the talent a little bit more and b actually try and focus on making the workplace more you know of a workplace a, a push to accountability a push to accountability a push to more modernization now you were there right as this all sort of hit the fan um, yep. We mentioned the Bill DeMott thing, but it wasn't just Bill DeMott. It's never just Bill DeMott. There are thousands of stories that are like Bill DeMott where somebody just decided it was a boys club or it was my job, you know, et cetera, et cetera. <laughs> yeah. I mean, one of the most documented <laughs> versions of this was on MTV 15 years ago when uh, uh, Hardcore Holly beat the shit out of a trainee on national television oh. just <laughs> to show you that that's how it happens sometimes. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. yeah it's awesome. So you you weren't Great for ratings. Yeah. Everybody followed him after that. That's right. right. Yeah, everyone, everyone, everyone he listened. Got a WWE got it. Sure as hell did. Came here. I'm a hard man. You beat the hell out of some kid who trusted you with his life. Anyway. Um It's a gimmick. Yeah, yeah. The gimmick is I'm going to stomp you. Yeah. And actually that's the Necro Butcher gimmick. Yeah. Do you remember the Necro Butcher gimmick? Necro Butcher gimmick. I'm unsafe. Yeah, the Necro Butcher gimmick is if you have a match with Necro Necro Booker, Necro Necro Butcher, he's going to actually try and hurt you. Not not it's not it's a, it's not a shoot, but he's going to do this. Okay, so David, you were not of this life before you got there. Correct. You were uh, of a similar life in in the circus. Yep. But you get to the WWE, one of the most powerful entertainment companies <coughs> on the planet to this right. day. Yeah. Um, so strong are they that they can hold shows in front of literally no one and still draw ratings, which is bizarre. And just ignore health regulations. Fuck health regulations. We still have WrestleMania booked, even though the state of Florida said you cannot gather in 200 or more people. But whatever, it's fine. David, you're a businessman. You do well for yourself. I just have pockets of 200 people. Oh, that's right. In Raymond James. There's 200 200 people people here. 200 200 people people here. here. And then no one can intermingle. Yeah. You're a businessman, you've done well for yourself, um, we've talked about that. What was it like, and, and I understand you may have come from similar culture, right? but what was it like to walk in and sort of see, you know, to hear stories of giant cantaloupe-shaped nuts, for instance, as part of a boardroom meeting? Alright, so, I'll, I'll tell you this, so, from transferring from Circus, mm-hmm. which, I mean, again, so, uh, but prior to that, I'd worked for UAW... Uh, or excuse me, General Motors that mm-hmm. had the Union Auto Workers Union. I had worked for many different manufacturers, many different broad spectrums around the globe uh, that dealt from shipping to receiving to manufacturing to product design to stamping, I mean, to maintenance. So I had done a lot of stuff, but obviously it became interest when I went to the circus. So, you know, I remember, I can tell you, I walked into the circus thinking I had dealt with most. And uh, we'll save the, 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 the circus story the first time I release somebody from the circus. Right. We'll save that for off camera because it's not ultra well enough to. Do I understand. That. I um, can't wait to hear that. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
so stepping into that, and I'm like, okay, three months in, this is how I've got to release the first person. Holy shit. Okay, so I didn't know. So then dealing with that and then stepping into the WWE realm, um, it, it was unique because, again, when you walked into WWE, when you walked in you saw these people, you were walking in and seeing people that you grew up with. Right. I mean, I, I met Ultimate Warrior, you know, two days before he passed away, yeah. unfortunately, but, it, <clears throat> but that was him. a hero. Yeah. You know, I sat at the, the conference room table when they brought Hogan back and out of everybody in the business, he gets out of his seat, comes over and shakes my hand because he says, look, if anybody knows what I went through, what you put your family through and what you did, you deserve my respect. And he came over. And since then, him and I, as well as Jimmy Hart and all those, still we still talk. Wow. wow. You know, getting respect from them, people that were large in life. I mean, Hogan was more well-known than the president. Yeah, yeah that's true. Multiple times. That's true. You know, who's the president? Oh, but I know Hogan. Yep. You know, we, he, we're almost there like, now. He's like, <laughs> and, yeah. Yeah, right. no, if you if you I mean for better or for worse, that's an excellent point. For right. better or for worse, if you talk about Americana in a in the honest sense, right. you would say apple pie, baseball, Hulk Hogan. Yeah. yeah. It's up there. Coke yeah. is up there. Hogan is up there. No, absolutely. Right. Go ahead. So when when you go in and you and you de- dealt with this, I mean, I, I think where I came in was in such a, a state that they didn't know the direction they were going to go. Right. Uh, they didn't know what I was going to be doing or what they needed. So it was an evolving style position, you know, right or wrong. I took a lot of stuff from what I did at the circus to there and, and tried to make everything work. And it's two different cultures, two entirely different things. I will say this, that WWE is real, real set up. And you can ask anybody that's been in the business and out of the business. If you're not in that click... And you hear about clicks because yeah. they, they talk about it in groups. If you're not in that click, unfortunately, you're the outsider. So it's like proving your worth yeah. mm. in a manner of speaking. But going into that, and you're able to see not only people coming in that have looked at these guys as hero, and they're able to turn around, create a career, build themselves into their own hero, and then you watch that happen, watch that transpire, and you're like, wow, this, this really is some... And I mean... The reason WWE is so successful because it truly is like a reality TV show mm-hmm. that where they they wrestle, but yeah. <laughs> it, it 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 really is because I mean you look at the real stuff that happens, you get marriages that get split up because they spend too much time together. Yeah. I mean, yeah. all that stuff is really real, and I mean it was funny because I was talking to somebody the other day, and, and what makes sense is you get these guys that come in with a wholeheartedness that they they're truly grateful for their fans. But what happens to the public? You think about Stone Cold. You think about Rock. Before they became those characters, everybody booed them. They threw yeah. shit at them. They yeah. they did not want to watch anything that they had to do. So what did they do? They got pissed off, made fun of the fans, and the fans loved them. Yeah, of figure, yeah. right? People are very uh, fickle. <laughs> <laughs> but both of those two characters are extremely exp- appreciative of their fans. I mean, The Rock, you. You see him as a person on his Instagram. That is really him. Yeah. yeah. You know, I, I've spent time with him at a WrestleMania one time, walking around, going from A to B, and just asking him questions. And, and he was like, you know, some of the greatest things that I did and that what I learned about this business is that everybody out there in those seats are the only people that I care about. Yeah. And so if it's something that I had to find that was annoying as hell that drove them to like it, then okay, as long as they liked it, I didn't care. As long as they it benefited them, that's why I'm here. That's what. And when you get the talent that realize that, 
when you get the talent that's like, hey, look, I respect the fact that the only reason why I'm able to do this and be this is because of you guys out there, which was the one thing that I did like more than anything about WWE. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It doesn't didn't make people to be like this ultimate status, like I'm better than you, but it made them, it treated them to be able to, because you had to watch Vince do it, you had to watch Triple H do it. I mean, when he would come down for meetings, he would do luncheons and stuff where people had paid to have a lunch with him. Yeah. yeah. And you saw the person that you worked for had that respect to his fans that, that literally made his living for him. Yeah. So it was really unique getting to see that. So it, it really taught you a lot as far as about respecting people and respecting everything else as you come in. And I mean, between that and, you know, hanging out with Dusty Rhodes, Robbie Brookside, uh, Norman Smiley, you know, getting him to do the jiggy nest, which is amazing. <laughs> Norman, I'll be expecting to see that in the comments, please. Um, <laughs> oh, God, if Norman commented on one of my... Oh, don't, don't, don't tempt me, because I'll call him right now. Oh, God, no, oh, no, 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 I can't, I but, can't. But listen, you know, going in and you're getting a chance to work with these guys who are larger than life, and you, you know... I came from something that dealt with celebrities, so you walk in and you and you find out it, and it helps you transition for not just being the fan person mm-hmm. of seeing these guys growing up, but realizing that there truly are just people just like you and I that, right. that transitioned it into something that made people happy and everything. Else. Mm-hmm. But you get to see, you get to see behind the curtain, so it it can be positive and negative. So it's just like you were talking about earlier when yeah. when the guy reached out and says Brandon. Yeah, you know it's like it, it ruined his career. You know it, or it ruined, ruined the guy. Yeah. His, just his mental image of what took right. place. Yeah. But that's that's the truth. You right. know, hey, if anything, he had enough respect for you to give him his real name. Oh, yeah, and yeah. talk to him that yeah. way. It's, that's very respectful. It's super super respectful. But from the side of I've been doing this my whole life, I don't want. Like, it's a really... I've said this on the show a hundred times, and I'll say it a hundred more. I know I am more entrenched in pro wrestling as far as being behind the curtain than I care to be. Right. But at the same token, I love that. But I also hate... It's a very dumb dichotomy, because I just want to be some idiot in the fan, you know, wearing a sash and screaming at the camera. I've been in that position, too. Like, I've I've got involved in independent companies locally, obviously on a significantly smaller scale uh, than than anything... uh, that remotely sniffs what you've done, um, but just it's, it's it's an interesting thing to go from being just like I watched it, or you know I sat in you know this this you know Salvation Army gym, and then you know to be on the to be on the other side and just like I, there were numerous times where instead of watching the show, I would just hang out in the back and just observe like yeah. watch the yeah. the moving parts go around and just watch them be people, and it was that was almost it 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 builds an appreciation for. You know what you're, what you're seeing for yeah. what you're seeing. Right. Yeah. yeah. Right. And, All right. Yeah. Let me let me pause you because I want to know what is your what is your ETA because that's where we're at now. What time? What, yeah. Oh, I got. You, I'm, I'm good. When do you need to get out of here? Uh, 20? 20? 30? 30? 30? 20, 30. Okay. Great. Perfect. Then let's move on. And, ain't no customers coming to buy a T-shirt. <laughs> I mean, sure. And let's move on. So uh, you have thousands. Long as two hundred or less. They, oh, yeah, that's right. Sure. As long as they show up at two hundred, gr- group of two hundred. Because then the virus 200, can't. Two hundred be nice. <laughs> that, oh, be nice. real quick, real quick, real quick. I'm gonna get to that later. Um, remind me about two hundred or less before we go to what's pissing me off. But David, um, <laughs> you and I also share an affinity for comic books. Um, I've shown the Hulk 
uh, uh, work. That's actually a double-sided piece. Oh, nice. So that's why it's a glass frame. When you turn it over, so you, you can, can see... Yeah, 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 you can see the other nice. side. David was uh, gracious enough to have that commissioned for me. Oh, nice. It was one of the coolest damn gifts I've ever gotten in my entire life. Um, one of my favorite pieces. It's so goddamn that's, that's cool. Awesome. Um, but David and I go, go back, mostly because of our love of comics. Being in pro wrestling is cool, but the fact that we were both comic book nerds was what yeah. really got it. Now... <laughs> Because of what's happening, you know, we're making fun, we're making jokes about the coronavirus situation being what it is, but this did lead to not just cancellation of wrestling and et cetera, et cetera, but the goddamn New Mutants are getting pushed back another year. <laughs> right? What? When are they just going to put that on Hulu? And so that's the question, right? So somebody posed this on Twitter last night. I think it might have been Eric Stevens, but I could be wrong. I think it was Eric Stevens. But somebody posed this on Twitter last night. Who is going to be the first studio to just say enough of this because yeah. the WWE by the way notoriously was famous for actually doing this mm-hmm. <coughs> putting a a show that was live that mm-hmm. you had to pay to see right. or putting it on their streaming service yeah. and it was literally the exact same time yeah. the WWE was the first to really say no fuck it we're gonna do this yeah. oh yep. wait we actually have a oh it's Roman hey. wow California checking in hey. anyway up early? he's a waiter um, we're going to bed. We're late. going to bed late. <laughs> um, but this insomnia. <laughs> so this raises the question: What do you do? You're you're one. You're an entertainment, David. Two. You are a big comic book nerd like we are. So you're probably really interested in seeing this damn movie for yep. the you know finally. Oh yeah, just, just of attrition. Hey hey Roman. Um, what do you do if you're Fox, which is now I guess Disney? Work starts in 15 minutes. That's funny. Okay, go ahead. What do you do? You know, it's it's really unique. So I'll say this. So it's like watching a lot of stuff that WWE did. When when they made movies, when they did everything, it yeah. was all like, you know, most people don't realize that there are so many WWE films that the only way that they could truly get their name out there was they paid for major players to... Right. Yeah produce it just to put their name on the screen says oh yeah, look they made this we'll go see it and yeah. then on the back the last the last second of it you say boop there's a big WWE logo right like yeah. right, right there you know yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah. Um, so it's you know I think WWE so like alright so I'll answer it two ways so if you look at what they're trying to do with Wrestlemania yeah. you gotta realize if Wrestlemania doesn't happen yeah where's the money yeah, right. Exactly. Well, that, that's what we're finding out a lot. Yeah. I mean, $10,000 a seat for ringside yeah. and, you know, stuff like this, yeah. all the events that they do. I was literally breaking it down for a lady in my office. It's like, you, you talk about four or five days full of events. Yep. From meet and greets to the access yeah. to uh, the Hall of Fame mm-hmm. to NXT, big event yeah. to obviously the Creme de la Creme WrestleMania. Yeah. That doesn't happen. Right. Where's, where's the money? Yeah. yeah. I, on a smaller scale, I noticed, I think it was the, the, the promoter of. WrestleCon, I think he said, if Mania gets canceled and I WrestleCon gets canceled, I gotta sell my house. Like, yeah, yeah it, you know, yeah, because I mean, again, you you go back to what Vince did. What did he do in the original for WrestleMania one? You know, like you know, the the office lady, of course, doesn't know that much about right. Well, you, you know, know, does anyone? What it is, <laughs> but um, you know, said he sold his soul to the devil. And I was, eh, probably. <laughs> <laughs> But, you know, going to, a.k.a. Mob, Mafia, whole nine yeah. yards, to get the money, money. to make it happen. Right. Yeah. Why? Because that spring forwards their next year. Yeah. Right. So now if you take this 
style of event and you postpone it, where's what they need to spring forward the next year? Right. And now, because again, entertainment, uh, Major League Baseball, NBA, NHL, all of it's based on what? Asses and seats. Yep. People have to pay to watch. Unless they're going to, you know, the the opposite side is, is now you may see more apps and stuff come out to where you have to pay to watch the game with no asses in the seats, but they'll play, which would be interesting. Are they all going to wear, like, face masks and everybody's going (laughs) to be like, my name written here, Um, just so so you know who this is. So that, that that was the first intent of March Madness before they just canceled the whole thing. Was they were going to do exactly that? And we're going to—they obviously weren't going to be in face masks, but the only people in the crowds were going to be other teammates and then family. Yeah. But it, it got me thinking. Same thing with New Mutants. With what started this whole question is why not just put this shit on? Uh, you know, we we've got how many different services do we have that require money? There's too many. You you well no no I'm uh, specifically I mean there's like we we make jokes about OnlyFans. Yeah. Um, but what what is a <laughs> Uh, That's where they put WrestleMania. Put WrestleMania no, no. on OnlyFans. So maybe not WrestleMania, <laughs> but each talent have their own page. So that's going to be a lot of money. Yeah, I mean, we I can I can show you. Um, <clears throat> but my point being is that we don't know how long the majority of us are going to you know cringe whenever somebody has a sneeze. Yeah, we don't know how much longer that's going to be. I mean, it literally in our country just got just got started. Um, Italy, the entire country is locked down. <laughs> it's a country. Um, the same thing happened in Ireland. So we have to have another way to do it. And to your point, where's the money? The money, to, to as far as I'm concerned, for movies, for you know, t- especially for movies that were supposed to debut in this last week. Yeah. Put that shit on. Uh, you've got Amazon Prime is a great example of what I think you can do. Because if you go on Amazon Prime right now, you can get just about any movie or TV show. You right. will have to shell out money for it. I already have Prime. I get access to all the Prime television. But if I wanted to, say, watch... Something that just came out. Something, what, something like Knives Out. Knives yeah. Out. Beautiful. Beautiful. If I want to watch Knives Out, I put an extra five bucks into my you know, Amazon Prime, and into my commissary, and, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and they give me Knives Out. I don't understand why movie studio especially movie studios because the difference between them and wrestling right. is the movie's done it's been done if right. you got a hold of a copy of it right now say through a nefarious app perhaps you could watch the entire movie right correct I don't know anyone who does that or anyone who knows anything about it but <laughs> if there was someone who did they probably could have already seen the movie by now my point being though is you don't need asses in seats for that side of entertainment. No, you don't. But I, I think, all right. So the the other side is, is so you you think about all the moving parts of mm-hmm. a movie set and the mm-hmm. whole nine yards. One crazy idiot who does something and then infects the entire staff, yep. which yep. then you potentially lose the actors. Yep. Oh, yeah. Look at Tom Hanks. So, yeah. Right. All right. So yeah, you know, you you got Tom, which again he's trapped with Wilson. Wilson. Yeah, you saw yeah. that. Right? Yeah, you yeah, saw you they rolled they yeah. rolled it into him. That. that was amazing. Yeah. So, anyways. But, you know, unfortunately, do, do, all right, so everybody's got their own opinion. There's conspiracy theories around it. So, I mean, you drive markets, you do everything else. Sure. By the way, aka, if you guys have money to spend, invest in cruise ships. Yes. Because your cruise money ships will are about, come back five to ten times the amount. Yeah, right now you could buy stock in, a, in any major cruise ship for about 18 cents. <laughs> uh, and it was going for 50 to 100. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. So Jeez. we'll come back. <laughs> uh, but, you know, the the thing of it is, is you've, you've got everything going on, you know, 
listen. If toilet paper saves you from the coronavirus, <laughs> there's a lot of people right now who are they're safe. Yeah, they're safe. They're they're good. And they're you good. know, like prime example, last night I was delayed getting home because I was stuck at Walgreens just trying to pick up some stuff for mucinex for sinuses. Yeah. So I was stuck there because two crazy idiots got into a fight over a nine pack of toilet paper. Come on, man. And then Brock the Lesnar store. with his backpack on. Yeah, and Brock Lesnar right. walks in. And I'm like, you know, you got in there and like, uh, okay, given Walgreens is not known for security. Sure. Uh, sure. So you're, you're, I'm looking yeah. at this scenario and I was like, do I want to get involved? And it's like, no, they're just blocking my house so that I've got to go all the way around. Oh. <laughs> It's like you guys are good, and they they finally come down. But toilet paper's everywhere, and you see like people eyeing it's like it's gold. Yeah, somebody, <laughs> like somebody just all of a sudden threw money in the air, and everybody's like, "Grab it!" You've had any more than slices of toilet paper? It's toilet paper. It's not going to save you from nothing. And all right, so listen. You take the example of what Italy and everybody else did. When they shut down the country, the grocery stores and stuff, if you need food, it's still there. It's still there. Yeah. You still can go to the damn store and buy yeah. toilet paper. Come on. But you know the point is, is everything is driven by what we allow it to drive. It's like one of the most realistic posts that I've seen. You know, because again, conspiracy theories are fun. Hey, man, if there's uh, nothing, there's memes. There's <laughs> uh, the the whole UFO scenario. This is the reason why when you see coronavirus potential plague or yeah. immune disease to affect the world. This is a reason why the general public does not need to know the truth. About it. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, yeah. you, if you cannot handle a flu <laughs> getting passed around, you can't handle a flu. How in the same hell are you going to handle the fact that they've been showing you that they exist for the last 30 years? Well, I mean, the, the greatest line ever in the history of anything is from the first Men in Black, where yeah. J and K are sitting on a park bench. Why not tell people? People are smart. People are not smart. Yeah, a, a person, person is smart. Yeah. People are dumb, panicky animals, and you know it as well as I do. Yeah. yeah. But that's the truth. So, again, it would create the, the state of panic on a set. It would mm-hmm. create the state of panic. I mean, you think about, all right, you go to a, say you went to WrestleMania. Say sure. WrestleMania does going to happen. Okay. Which have we, we know it's not. You go and you're sitting in the, <laughs> you've got your ass in the seat, and all of a sudden you're you're in an aisle. So, you, say you're sitting dead center on the top level. <laughs> yeah. Somebody starts coughing. That was us. Dead center top we, level. We were dead center top level for 24. It creates a state of panic. Everyone runs for their lives. Everybody runs because of a cough yeah. or a sneeze. Yeah. And somebody says, coronavirus. Yeah. What when we were do? there, it was the pyro the py- shooting into somebody. The pyro did almost kill us, but that's the same. Now, <clears throat> that's part of it. That, that's part of the experience. That's part of the experience. Of the experience. You, pay, you, pay for you, you pay for the top level, so yeah. hey, look, we're going to bring the show to you. Yeah. <laughs> Just don't try to catch it. Like, this is what you get for spending $24 on a WrestleMania ticket. <laughs> Listen, for the record, we were totally safe because, we, honest to God, when we were sitting in the Citrus Bowl, right? Right. We were in the, the last the row. La- the, the last, last row. row. Uh, and then the pyro was on top of the Citrus Bowl. So when the pyro would go off, it had no choice but to go over our heads. It couldn't be anywhere near us. It was Did just you get the rain down. No, that? no, that was because again we're so high up <laughs> that the wind would blow all that shit and it killed everybody in the first two bowls. We were paying like two or three hundred dollars a ticket. Yeah. So we're just sitting out there like, wait a minute, wow. wait a minute. The first two bowls that we're paying two or three hundred. Yeah. You know what? Good luck with that. Well, what, you know. Second. Listen, bowl. listen. Yeah. When you. Go to ringside. And yeah. Ringside, you're paying ten thousand dollars a seat. Ten thousand for one seat. Yeah. Okay. Wait. Wait. I'm gonna, I'm gonna need some more wait, tax breaks this, for that. This makes this. Okay. So we're gonna go to this, and then we're gonna go into the the wrap up. Um, 
what was the dumbest thing you ever saw somebody give up essentially to get those tickets? Like everyone, like you know, some, we all have these horror stories of I couldn't make rent this month because I had to pay for my car, or I broke my leg and now I owe you know uh, Advent Health seventy five thousand dollars, <laughs> something like that. But I know I fucking know that there is a story of some asshole selling a kidney so that he could be front row center to watch Lesnar Goldberg in the middle of the desert or some shit. <laughs> Let's see. Um, I mean, you, you hear stuff because, again, when they... They'll all find a way to manipulate things. And, of course, yeah. somebody who's done something like that, what do they want to do? They don't, they don't want to just show up and go, oh, yeah. look, you know, I sold my soul to be able to sit here. No, they want to tell people, you know what I did to get yeah, this yeah, damn yeah. <laughs> They're really excited about it, too. I don't have half my stomach lining anymore. <laughs> right. You know, I, I think the I coolest thing is... sold my kid's leg to be here. <laughs> right. But you you watch you watch people and you you see these things transpiring. You hear people where they they sold their cars yeah. or uh, you know they skipped their mortgage. Yeah. You know to be able to get not front row but like you know within a, a baseball throw of it. You know, <laughs> right. and, and it's like you didn't pay your mortgage to, to come to wrestle. You, 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 you really? could yeah you could have paid twenty dollars and watched it on TV. Yeah. yeah. Well, no, you you gonna pay it unless you got the network. Well, yeah, 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 you know, yeah, fifty dollars. Yeah, yeah. It's still less than it's a mortgage. hundred dollars for fucking WrestleMania. Is that right? <clears throat> you yeah. still, it yeah. still had been for a long time. Oh my god! But you know, listen. So now might be you would watch Fox. this, but then you know you're you're seeing people who go through the extremes, and then you watch somebody that reach out, say like uh, the Prince of Qatar. Sure, uh, such a gentleman. Yeah, calls and drops. I think uh, the last time when he came, dropped maybe a hundred and something thousand on. <sighs> Four front row seats, three fourth row seats for his entourage, and then came all to access. Breathe right. It's all going, it's all going black. And it's just like, so, you know, the, the beauty of what I'm, I guess I'm getting at is, is people don't care. Like, yeah. some people don't care whatever the expense is. Yeah. yeah. You know, this person gave up a lot to be there. This person had the money to give and waited the last damn minute and yeah. just, just, did just wanted to yeah. show they yeah. had. <laughs> And, you know, it's just like, so, but it becomes value to both of them. And that's the unique side of what WWE has done that a lot of sports, a lot of industry, a lot of things have not been able to comprehend. That's true. Their fans are so unique. And I'll that's tell you true. this. This is the one last thing I'll tell you about WrestleMania. There was a lady, and every year at Mania, I went to five Manias back to back to back to back. It was, uh, you know, quite unique. But when I first met her, when you see her, she's in her... 70s, 80s, she's probably old as Vince. If, well, I don't know. I don't think anybody's that old. Um, <laughs> uh, but you would look at her arm, and she had tattoos of every WrestleMania going up and down yeah. each arm. That's fucking cool. So, all, and she'd been to every one of them. Holy shit. The only thing you didn't want is, is for when she come over, you want to know who my favorite is? Because that's where the rest of the tattoos are. Oh, <laughs> and she would start, <laughs> easy there, May Young. But, <laughs> I, know, I know what TBIC looks like. <laughs> it's not TBIC anymore. <laughs> but, <It's> yeah. D-O-C. <laughs> See? Oh. But, you know, you, you've got Droopy such the, the fan base of, of this industry that would support them and do whatever. So, you know, how they managed to do that, the way they managed to do it, is it's so unique to mm. that industry of why people 
leave their homes from San Diego, fly over thinking that they've read something that was strictly for them. For them. That was not even from the person, but strictly <laughs> yes. they read something that was them telling them a hidden message. This is Becky Lynch, and I'm you know, calling on you, of course. Mr. Such and Such from San Diego, Please to come fight for my me. honor. Yes. yes. You know, how, how do you... How do you account for that? How do you? The comic book industry doesn't have that. You no. got cosplay. You got people that want to dress up and yeah. be the character and stuff. But again, what are they trying to do? They're yeah. still trying to be a character. Yeah. Exactly. Whereas here, these people love and support. It's just like you, you know, your friend was like it crushed his world. Yeah. Because the guy reached out and told him his real name. Yeah. Yeah. They want to believe that that person is real. It, right. It, you know, yeah. it's like heaven forbid any women that watch Total Divas and think that shit's real. Come on. Whoa! Whoa! Hey. Whoa! That's too Talk far. Talk about these too yeah. far. All right. Um, we have we've moved into overtime, which is rare for That's us. Fine. So um, let's get rolling on the final segment. Well, I'm gonna. You know what? Uh, in in honor of the Wrestling Nerds Radio Network, where we are. Uh, whenever there's a guest, the yes. indie cast always they, they they do multiple questions. Oh, true. true. Um, I I will I will reserve it for two. I will reserve it for two questions. By all means. Okay. I usually um, don't let them talk. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> um, now I, I'm not going to go through Chad's whole spiel, but just just for the record, sheets or Wawa. If you if you are you going to sheets or are you going to Wawa? Wawa. Okay, there we go. And then a, a man of intelligence. No, a Wawa. And, Wawa is the correct answer. Yeah. So I mean, first and foremost, when Robbie Brookside first came to the to our and worked with us and trained the the beginner talent, Wawa was his golden child. <laughs> we ate Wawa almost every day a week. This man is a food fanatic. He, <laughs> he swears by food, lives by food, and of course everybody else does. But it was like. Yeah. They knew him by name. When yeah. he walked into Wawa, he didn't have to even punch in the sandwich oh, on the my. screen. They were already making it for you, Mr. Brookside. It was that scenario. So, Wawa. Oh, Robbie's here. It's sizzly time. Yep, yep. All right, so you've got uh, that. Then the, then the other question, I'm, I can't do Chad's whole show. Yeah, really the, but, um, well, so, so over the course of millennia, animals have learned to have certain attributes. Uh, giraffes have long necks. Yeah. Uh, what's the other Rhinos one? have their big Rhinos horns. Rhinos have their big horns. Snake. Snakes, yeah. snakes learn how to slither. Um, if if you are in a, a battle to the death with you get to pick the animal and the weapon, what animal do you fight and what and what weapon do you use? Hmm. The, the premise of this is man has developed. Yeah, his man, mind. Ha, man, man, man's trade over time is they've they've learned how to use tools. So, so okay. you pick any any animal. So to give you an idea, you get to book it. Yeah, you get pick an idea. the animal and the weapon. The weapon that I chose was a triceratops to fight a tyrannosaurus because I just thought that was the coolest goddamn thing ever. I want so the triceratops was the weapon. Well, I, I had trained the triceratops, not like battle cat, like a lot like battle cat. Yeah, it's like battle cat, like battle cat. So okay. I had trained the triceratops to be my weapon against a tyrannosaurus. So David, well, so what was the animal? The tyrannosaurus. I wanted to fight a tyrannosaurus. Wanted to fight a tyrannosaurus, so you used a triceratops who has no teeth, just horns, to fight the natural enemy of a tyrannosaurus. <laughs> you get, up, get up on the underbelly. You got to get in the underbelly where, where where the meat is. Where he and in his little arms, he can't. Reach he can't reach that. What are you going to do? Now, so yes, your animal, your weapon. What animal do you fight, and with what weapon? Hmm. What animal do you fight? You know, see, so for me. You would you would want you would want character. You would want pizzazz. You would want something with power. You would want to see somebody like I got to bring an A game. Okay. And I think uh, 
I think a, a nice giant sized grizzly. Okay. Between okay. power, between claws, between teeth, everything. One of the most terrifying so things on the planet. You, sure. When you piss it off, when you've done everything, you, you just shit on one of its babies. And <laughs> it's coming after you with the, the holy hellfire of. Yeah. You know, the first thing that comes is you see him ripping off a shirt, and this bear has got like multiple. <laughs> it's which got I bear have abs. My phone. It's got, it's got bear abs. Bear abs. This, yeah. You know, he's like you're ripping. just sitting there. It's like, yeah, I'm shitting on your baby bear. <laughs> <laughs> so you you got the bear, and then so I think for the weapon standpoint, now the the weapon would have to be unique because it would have to be something, you know, not like Triceratops trained to go after a T Rex, but you would, you'd have to have something of what the typical bear might back down from. Okay. And so to make it unique, what's one of the one animals, and you can go on YouTube and look at this, what's one of the one animals that scare bears faster than anything in the world? Oh, shit, I know this. Um, you have multiple of them in your house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, the cat, the cat, there's there's videos of cats so, f- like shooing not just black bears, but like large, because they get oh poofy, God. and they start doing the poofy jam, dump, jump, dance at them, and the bear will literally go, I Fucking deal with this. It just leaves. It's like this pissed off bear gets trained, gets his ass whipped by a fucking trained house. Yeah, there we go. Because the that, bear that house is cat. like you know, the grizzlies come in, <laughs> you, you know, would, and then you, you would have an you know, army of cat and you know what, house you know, cats come at you with a with I, an all out force. I don't know if I have the authority to do this, but I mean, <laughs> you win this question now. You win this question now. What I think is we can cancel. What I think is most ridiculous though is. Of all the people on God's creation to answer the question with an army of trained house cats, it's David it's and not, not me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Congratulations. Uh, Welcome uh, to the new NXT world... What, what do we call these? Oh, uh, it was the, well, the... Oh, the NXT Internet yeah, Tag Team you. World Champions. That's there right. Go. There That's right. Um, We're okay. Loud and proud. Yeah, they don't. Um, <laughs> uh, I made those by myself. Um, okay, let's get... before NXT. It, it, was a, it was an hour and a half. Uh, let's go to the big finish. Um, Jesse, we'll start with you. Or, or do we want to start with our, we'll start our with guest? Dave. Start with our guest, David. What's pissing you off? <laughs> it can be this week or anything. Uh, just anything in the last what's couple. Pissing weeks. me off. Well, I think the the biggest thing that's pissing me off right now is just this panic mass hysteria over food. Yeah. And because not only does it affect now everything, but it affects my business. It affects everybody else's business. You know, it forces you to. Kids not go to school. People to stay home. They're panic buying fucking toilet paper. Yeah. Uh, you know, so it's a mixture. I'm pissed off because of it, and I'm pissed off because I didn't invest in these things <laughs> before they started buying the shit out of everything. Yeah. So that's where I'm pissed off. Fair enough. Jesse? Uh, mine is super petty. I'm pissed off that my that my Disney vacation got canceled because of the fucking coronavirus. <laughs> this is coronavirus 2? Coronavirus 2. Are you okay. going for the 3? What's pissing me off is you fuckers. <laughs> Specifically, not so much you, but you fuckers. So I'm at I'm, I'm working from my from my little computer over there, and I'm doing my work all day yesterday. I'm at home, and I'm sweating my ass off because I don't want my AC running all day because it's 20 years old and it's gonna die any fucking second. So I don't want it running all day. So I'm and just, the world's gonna collapse. You need to save your cat. Shut up. So anyway, <laughs> while I'm doing all this, I'm scrolling through Facebook as you do. And I'm scrolling through Facebook, and I'm seeing not one, not two, not three, not four, five of my fellow employees, right, who are, uh, wait a minute, what did Roman say? Uh, Same, same, same. Thank you, Roman. Thank you. Um, Five employees, people I see every day, but I won't see for the next week, 
for reasons such as this are at Disney right now. And the reason they're at Disney right now is because Disney doesn't shut its doors until Sunday. Until tomorrow, yeah. Yeah, and I'm sitting here going, there is a hospital literally across the street from my house where one of these coronavirus patients are hanging out. There's one guy in there. Now, he got it from travel. He didn't get it from the States, evidently. But he, he has it. Yeah. It is it is done. It's over. It's yeah. right here at Altamont Springs, literally across the street from my house. Do you think, shithead, that if you're in Disney right now, it's not there? Now, does that mean it's going to kill you or create a pandemic or all this other insanity? No, I don't necessarily believe so. But what is the point in going to Disney today or yesterday when Disney's like, listen, we're going to go ahead and shut it down, uh, but on Sunday? Because Sunday is time to incubate. Because Sunday is when the flu will be here. Listen. Okay. Remember when the circus closed? Yes. Yeah. Okay. When did they announce the circus closed? The day before, or a year before? It was a year before, so they could. So what happened with ticket sales? It went up because everyone wanted to see. Everybody. Yes. Yeah. No, I understand the math. Not only did Disney just cause the virus to spread because you may have had the hospital right over here had it. Yeah. Yeah. But I had one of my employees take his wife to the doctor, which the only one that stays open twenty four hours is across from Disney. Yeah. And they had multiple cases of coronavirus oh. that were people who traveled in to right. go to Disney. Right, of course, because they're traveling. They yeah. were isolated in the facility. So he, mm. when he heard that at the receptionist, he took his wife and left. Yeah, which so, is smart. But it's because of Disney. Why? They told people that. They they made sure to let you know, hey, hey, hey. we're shutting down Sunday. Okay, today's fucking Wednesday. Yeah. Everybody, let's pack up and go to Disney and let the virus run rapid <laughs> like a motherfucker. So, okay. If, and Disney's if, not going to care because they're going to be shut down well, for a It's yeah. the same shit that I posted about Crayola. Crayola announced, hey, guess what? We're going to shut down for several weeks on Sunday. Yeah, yeah. you should. You okay, should. so everybody's like, what does that mean? It's like, the American population is so stupid in this yeah. that, you know, if I tell you, hey, look, that car, this is the only time that car is ever going to be on sale. What's going to happen? People are going to go buy that damn car. Right. Yeah. They don't need a car, but I'm going to go buy, buy it that because damn this car. is the yeah. only time it's ever going to... Yeah. What am I, I going to get? Hey, if if you don't go buy toilet paper now, you may not be able to wipe your ass for the next five years. I have a bit Why? Like, nobody, <laughs> like nobody's going to remake toilet paper. But anyways... Uh, but what has happened? Massetary happens. They go buy out every store of yeah. toilet paper. So what happens when they announce that? Everybody goes to the fucking theme parks. So all it's doing, a.k.a. conspiracy theory, they yeah. do that to make the virus continue to go. I I want to believe that there's more to it, but my honest belief, like, I'm, I'm reading as much as anyone else. My honest belief is that it's just, this is just some shit. It sucks, and we should do what we can to contain it. Yeah. I don't, I don't buy either side of the insanity. I do believe that people like my wife need to be away from this as much as possible. People who are yeah. older, people who are immunocompromised, this is big fucking deal. Like Just my, like, like my middle kid's an a, is like a really bad yeah. asthmatic. Like yeah. my son, yeah, my, like your son, my, for my wife, wife. Yeah. Yeah. everything. Yeah. Yeah. She has asthma. Oh, I don't know. Extreme yeah. asthma. But she's, yeah. she's such a good dancer. She weeks right. afterwards. Let's yeah. let's 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 wrap it up. Jesse has to get to work, uh, <laughs> and then you and I are going to go eat somewhere. One thing, real quick. So, if just food for thought for everybody, whatever you want to believe, there was a book written in 1981 by a gentleman who announced there was going to be a virus come out of Wuhan. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. This is called true. the Corona. Yeah. 
It was going to go rampant across the world. Yep. Even announced who created, who did everything, what was going to happen, so it was going to die off, but then it would come back 10 years Isn't later. That, but it was created out of a facility in Wuhan. He wrote the book in 1981. Yeah, it's, um, it was Dean Koontz or someone. It was a yep, thing. Yeah. They uh, tried uh, to debunk it, but yep. everything that's happened, this guy supposedly said ah, it in 1981 well, per the book. So, Jesus. before we move on, that may be very true, and it is from what I've seen, but... In an infinite timeline, and since we are on the darkest timeline. <laughs> anyway, David, what did you learn this week? What did I learn this week? People are absolutely nuts. Okay. Yeah. Reasonable. Absolutely. Reasonable. Absolutely nuts. Yeah. No matter where you go, what you do, they're absolutely nuts. I learned I really love touching my fucking face. Yeah. No, yeah, I, 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 like, I'm able to keep the face touching to, like, the head and scalp. Oh, but no. But I can feel my, like, when I go to touch my nose, I turn the, the fingernail in. And I just scratch the nose. Yeah. No, I've been like. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm doing a good job because it's only because why people told you. Not yeah. No, don't touch your face. Not stuff don't think now you're just like. Don't think of pink elephants. <laughs> what color? Pink. Why? Don't think about it. But I like green. Too bad. Blue. Blue elephants. Yeah. Now I'm thinking of blue elephants. Anyway, Man. what I learned. What I learned this week. With pink stripes. <laughs> Isn't that a Bugs Bunny cartoon? Something like that. What I learned what I learned this week more than anything is something hilarious. <laughs> I learned that I got that I can do my job from right there. Um I love my office though. And the reason I love my office is I am a cheap fuck. And this is what I learned this week. I genuinely learned when they announced it like, hey, you know, this shit's getting out of hand. We might have somebody that's sick here in the office. Everybody go home, work from home. We're uh, a software-based company. We could do this. No one's going to yeah, miss a beat. Exactly. Everyone, you know, set up your cameras so we can all check in, make sure you're actually working, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I get home, and I'm like, I don't know, my light's off. Uh, you know, I've got this, I've got this like, uh, drape over my window to keep it cooler in here. And I'm looking around, I'm like, how do I make this place cool? And then I hear my AC turn on, and I go, oh, no. <laughs> One, because I am going to have to replace that fucker soon. I know it. But I'm trying to get, like, another year out of yeah. it so I can refi my house and actually get some money. Two, I hear it turn on. I'm like, but my bill last month was only $70. <laughs> For sure. And now you're stuck here for another week. Shut up. Now, now I'm going to... Now, I, do, I, I, I do have to ask. Yes. Do, do you, you want the nut sling and sitting yeah, in the <laughs> seat and sweating on the leather chair? I got to pull them up. <laughs> Hey, baby, I'm just, I'm just at work. Listen, don't, listen, don't, baby, me, baby. Don't, don't come into the office, baby. Don't be jealous. Don't be jealous. I, I did have to use one of your bras. And then she's going to go, you don't have big balls, huh? And I'm like, oh, baby, that was, that was me. That was literally That hit me in my mom. small balls. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that hit me in my tiny uh, testicles. Now, I have to ask, do you find yourself mindlessly looking memes uh, at memes more here or at your office? So do it's, you feel to, I can do, to be more productive? I can do, productive? One, I can do you one more stupid. Um, not only do I feel more productive here, but I've got both computers going and my phone, and all of them invariably will be looking at the exact same thing at one point. <laughs> Jesse Long! Yes! Get our shit in. Uh, you you are watching us right now on the Wrestling Nerds Radio Network Facebook, because there's a lot more followers on that one than there are on, on, on our main one. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at Team Hamifist, T-E-A-M-H-A-M-M-A-F-I-S-T. You can find the Rick at the Reed Pile, the Reed Pile. Calm down. Yeah. All right. Not all of us are six three. <laughs> um, you can buy our you can buy our shit at fullygimmick.com. We have lots of wonderfully designed shirts by me. 
you can you yeet can life. yeah you can buy Rick's Yeet Life shirt. Uh, GoFundMe.com slash the void to help Rick from just jumping into it. This is my fucking house. <laughs> Uh, and, uh, and 32176jerks. <laughs> David, do you have anything you'd like to plug? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, so, before we, before we finish up, let me make sure we got enough time to get you out of here. Yep, we got plenty. Um, so Jesse's like, hey, David's finally coming on the show. He's gonna be our real third, uh, co-host. What is his Twitter? And I went, I don't know if he has a Twitter. Twitter? Nope. Nope. Yep. Smart choice. So. <laughs> smart choice. This is, this is why I like this guy, is... He's one of the most well-known people to have yeah. nothing. There you go. <laughs> and I'm impressed. But by if you him. follow my Facebook, you'll be laughing your ass. Oh, oh no, that's exactly. true. There we go. And I can tell you, if you do follow David's Facebook, and say your Facebook is used for work because that's where the technology is going, <laughs> you will you will have a number of issues watching videos that David sends you while trying to do your job using your Facebook page. So maybe. You know, don't follow him on Facebook. Never turn up the volume when it says turn up the volume. <laughs> you will get HR on your... Uh, oh, Chad! I'm, Chad finally tuned yeah, in! Chad's here. Thanks, Chad. I, I'm, it, it, it's things like that that make me so glad that my boss is just an old boomer who doesn't use technology in our job in any way, shape, or form. I think if if he, if he we didn't need computers to print t-shirts, I think he would, it would... He would just use stone tablets. He would just be sitting there chiseling away. <laughs> All right. Well, this has been. Um, yeah, we know you're. Yeah, it's fine. No, I know. Yeah, I know. Make more than I do in a year, in a fucking day. Um, so, for the did we ever settle on? Oh, the for the finisher, the dream, the dream is it the dream finisher, killer. dream killer, the dream for the dream killer, <laughs> for the dream killer, David Bailey. I am the Sussman, Rick Sussman, and also for my uh, stalwart co-host, the American Dadass Jesse Long. We are Team Hamifist. You have been watching us. God only knows why. But thankfully this week, we had some good news. And that good news is, David was here. So. <laughs> if that's the good news we got, brother, we in trouble. Don't bring light to Oh, we're that. great. We're great. Oh, everything's, everything's good. good. Everything's good. Everything's we're good. good. Hit, the, hit the button, Jesse. Okay. Jesse, hit the button. Hit the button. Everything's good. We're everything's good. good. It's fine. Oh, wait. Chad said something. Oh, what did Chad say? Good morning. All right. Goodbye, Chad. <laughs>